Welcome back here on a special segment of the Michigan Soccer Central podcast. One of the wonderful things about this game we love is we are able to talk this week about the local game, about teams playing right in our backyards. But uh, now we uh, look to the weekend as the Women's World Cup kicks off. And I've invited uh, a local authority on the uh, on the matter. We've got uh, U of M women's head coach, uh, Jennifer Klein with us to talk about World Cup. Thank you for, so much for joining Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. It's, uh, you know, World Cup every four years. It's always a blast when it comes around. Lots of soccer to watch and uh, it's going to be exciting. I'd like to get into the tournament uh, broader in a second, but I want to ask you just uh, straight off the bat, can the USA pull a three-peat? <laughs> I mean, I think everyone is rooting for that, right? But I, I do think, you know, there's probably some challenges that they face. Although I feel with so many countries having as many injuries as as they've had, some some strong teams like uh, England, Sweden, Germany, all have had some different uh, injuries uh, in the last year. So I think it makes their chances even better. But I definitely would love to see if they if they could do a three-peat. That'd be pretty impressive. Uh, you've got yourself an impressive coaching career, obviously, University of Michigan women's uh, head coach. And I understand you've actually had the opportunity uh, to coach some players that are going to feature in uh, this year's World Cup. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, at some of my previous institution, I have some players that are playing. Um, and then we have two Michigan alums, uh, Jade and Shalina, that are playing with, uh, with Canada. Um, they're coming off of their Olympic gold medal from the last you know, the most recent Olympics. So definitely have them. And then the three other players. So with the U.S., um, Savannah DeMello, I coached her at USC. I coached uh, a Dom Randall uh, that is now with the Philippines and then an Ashley Plumter who's playing with Nigeria. So the Canada-Nigeria game is going to be, I, I might be a little bit <laughs> house divided as I have a few players on each team. Um, that might be one I'm hoping for a draw, right? So they both get points and I don't have to pick between the two. Uh, that is quite a unique uh, feeling. Have you seen your players play against each other in like high level tournaments in other ways before? I know that Canada and Nigeria played in a friendly within the last probably year and a half, but that was a closed door one. So I haven't gotten a chance to see them compete against each other. Um, so it'll be fun. I think it'll be really great to see, uh, you know, player, especially our Michigan alums with Canada and then a former player, Ashley Plumter with Nigeria. So that should be great. But um, yeah, we'll see how it, how it goes. Um, when you had them on your squads, did you think that these players were, were World Cup players back then? Yeah, I think they always had, you know, either some tech technical or tactical qualities that you just knew that they were something special. Um, you know, more specifically, I, I didn't coach Shalina when she was here at Michigan. Um, she was under the, one of the previous coaches, but Jade, Jade was one here that just had a different way about her. Um, you know, she had played in the world cup, uh, in France right before coming to Michigan. Um, and that experience I think was really unique, but she was one of the younger players that was on that team. And since then, you know, she's had other opportunities with Canada and just her experience, her maturity, her uh, way of just uh, approaching the game just grew and, and evolved over that time. And by the time that um, 
last season was you just knew like this was going to be a player that was going to do something pretty special. So it's really great to see her growth. And I'm very excited to see what she does. As far as the other three players at USC, yeah, they were all excellent college players. I mean, they, they really were. I think one that's most impressive is Dom Randall. And it's more because of, you know, as a, as a collegiate player, she was very, very, um, uh, injury, uh, prone. She, she had a lot of injuries in her college career and, you know, got towards the end of her college career. And we all thought she was done retired, you know, like just had a lot of need stuff, just couldn't do it. And she kind of out of nowhere was like, you know what? I have ties to the Philippines. I think I'm going to give it a go. And, went with them for qualifying. They qualified for the World Cup and now she's going to a World Cup. So that's the journey I think that's the most impressive just because of of the injuries that she experienced through her college career. Basically moving on to, you know, a, a regular job and then deciding to go back to being um a soccer player was like I, I everybody was just like of course Dom would do this. Of course Dom would you know, go do that. So that's, that, that's the one that's probably the most impressive uh, of all of them, just because of what she had to go through to get there. And who will she be competing for? She's with the Philippines. Okay. And um, so is she one of like the prominent uh, players? Will, will, will we see a lot of her? Do you think? I hope that we do. I know during their qualifying, she played quite a bit. Um, I, and so we'll see what she, what she does now that they're in, um, but qualifying, she was in the squad. Uh, for for a lot of their games, so hopefully she'll get some good opportunity um, now that they're they're starting right sometime uh, tomorrow or today, right with the time change. Yeah, we are uh, recording uh, late Wednesday night, like really on the eve of the the tournament. Um, outside of the unfortunate news that came across today from New Zealand, just. I, I, soccer wise like what is your feeling going into this edition of the tournament you know i think um i think it's really great that the the the, the tournament is expanded i think having 32 teams is something that is um is great for the women's game you know i think um so much of of the world is investing more and more into women's soccer and you're seeing it at the pro levels and everything like that which i think is great um so that part i, I think is is really exciting and it's great that you have teams that have the opportunity to have their world cup debut you know how awesome that you get a few of those those countries so um you know i'm really looking forward to it um it is a bit unfortunate that you you've had the 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 shooting in in new zealand um you know hopefully that it wasn't anything affiliated with the the world cup being there um you know, us being in the U.S., unfortunately, we experience that uh, way too often. Um, but, I, you know, I, I I hope they're able to get it all sorted and, and we definitely think of them and, you know, hope that it doesn't take away too much from uh, the World Cup that that's about to be there. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a shame. But uh, um but the tournament itself, I agree with you. It is great to see that there's going to be quite a few debutantes, and um, amongst those, I'm I'm curious how 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 they fare. We remember last edition when uh, USA played Thailand, uh, the 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 score lines kind of uh, made for some headlines. So I'm kind of curious if 
we're going to see more of that or if uh, the, the entry point for the new teams is going to be higher this time. Yeah, I think, you know, I think one game people people are probably looking at, will it be very similar to the last uh, World Cup is going to be U.S. versus Vietnam? That's one that you're kind of like, okay, what will that scoreline look like? Um, but I do remember, so I, w- I was fortunate enough to be in France for the last World Cup and um, uh, Thailand played Sweden. So I was in Nice and saw um, the Sweden-Thailand game. And again, Sweden definitely had a hold of the game, but towards the very end, uh, Thailand scored against Sweden. And I will tell you, the Swedish fans travel unbelievably. The stadium was packed. They're, they're, it's an awesome uh, fan base. But they were even cheering for um, for Thailand when they scored because I think it's just that continues to show the growth of the game. And um, you want teams to have those those different opportunities just so that way they, they can go back and they say that they had you know a chance to score and then hopefully they get back afterwards and and there's more investment into their their women's programs to help um but i do think there could be some of those games where just some of the dominance of some countries that have been so established for so long for some of the new ones but um those are going to happen but as people continue to to invest i i think you'll start to see more and more of the score lines getting closer and closer uh, actually, it's it's in, it's wild that uh, you were at that game. Did, you said you were at that game. Uh, I actually so I was at wore... the Sweden Sweden Thailand. I was not at the U.S. Thailand, but I was there when Sweden played Thailand. But I actually I referenced that game. Actually, I had a conversation with my family about that the very same game where they scored the goal and it made made such a it was such a symbolic moment that uh, they made that breakthrough. So I mean, while the the, the some of those results were tough, they. They, they did get something out of it and they had their, their, their moment to, to celebrate. Um, speaking of like favorite things, that, that sounds like a good one, but I was going to ask uh, going into this, what, what is your favorite edition of the world cup uh, coming into this one? Like what's your, what's your favorite one that kind of. Uh, oh, that stands out. Um, honestly, you know, I think there's a lot of really cool matchups within group group play. I, I think, um, I'm excited to see one that I think is going to be early on is going to be Portugal versus uh, the Netherlands. Um, I don't know why it is, but first Portugal has given me this dark horse vibe. I, I, I can't say like, this is why that it is, but they've given me some, some dark horse vibes. So I feel that that uh, Portugal Netherlands game is going to be a, a really good game, especially with it, how the group uh, pans out. Um, you know, England has been a team, I think, that has been so exciting over the last couple of years, especially with how they did in their Euros. Um, you know, they have they have experienced some injuries, but that's a team that I just think, um, you know, has done so well and just excited to see, um, you know, of some of the, I think Canada is another good one coming off of the um, gold medal in the Olympics. Um, they're very well organized good defensively. It's just, you know, are they going to have the ability to score some goals? Um, I think it's going to be really fun. You know, I, I, I've already started to look ahead. What games am I going to get up early for and what games am I going to look for? Just look to see the replays. Yeah, that's a very good point because there's a pretty big time span because there's obviously a lot of different time zones, uh, across New Zealand and Australia. So, uh, for reference, uh, USA's games, uh, first one against Vietnam is Friday night at 9 p.m. And then the next game, which I wanted to ask you about uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday, the 26th against the Netherlands at 9. And then the third group game is against your dark horse, 
Portugal the next Tuesday at 3 a.m. So two really good time slots. One will probably be a highlights at breakfast, sadly. Right. So so I guess just looking at that USA group, we talked about Vietnam. We'll see, you know, they're one of the lower ranked teams in the tournament. But Netherlands is a top 10 team um, and, and a USA team that had a lot of injuries, some new players in the group, some on the on the, the, the older end, some already retiring or announced retiring. Uh, how, I mean, how do you think uh, USA Netherlands is going to go? Yeah, I think that's going to be a really good matchup. You know, I, I think Netherlands has been a team, you know, in the last couple of years, especially at the last uh, last um, World Cup did you know, so well. And I think we're really hoping to have that more advanced advancement into the final didn't get it. And then they've had a few coaching changes in the last couple of years where their, their um, coach from the last world world cup is now coaching England. They had um, uh, now the uh, Washington spirit uh, coach, Mark Parsons was there um, and now is back uh, here in the state. So I think that's probably going to be something that, you know, just the, the, camaraderie amongst the coaching staff because there's been a few changes in the last couple of years, but I do think it's going to be a really good game. Netherlands has some really good players. Um, so that's going to be a really fun one. I think. Um, historically, I wanted to ask, what was your favorite uh, tournament? Like uh, just, you know, something that, that, that stands out to you as a favorite in history uh, that really ter- sticks out in your yeah. memory. I think the one I have to refer to is probably the 99 World Cup. I remember um, going I and we went with my whole uh, soccer team. We all met there and we tailgated before and we went into the game. We saw the semifinal um, and then the final. And um, it just was unbelievable to be in the Rose Bowl, completely sold out, just, um, just an electric crowd. I mean, it was just – that just – I, I think anybody like uh, that I talked to that I played college with or kind of is around, you know, my my age and I'll say it's like 39 like that. I think that everyone was at that final. And so you just remember that and them winning um, and the impact that 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 team, the 99ers had on so many of us. And, you know, then it started kickstarted our first women's pro league here in the States. Um, and you know, what's so neat is I look at, at that game and I, I think I was, uh, I don't know, 13, 14 around that age. Um, and since then have got become pretty good friends with Brandy Chastain. And so you look back at this like idol that you grew up just, you know, wanting to be like, just had this such a big iconic moment in the women's game. And now she's a coaching colleague and, and we've had opportunity to do things like that. So, uh, where we've coached some different ODP and, and different um, teams. So that's been really cool that you've just seen the evolution of my relationship with a uh, an icon to now, I would say, a friend. That's that's pretty wild. And then I, you, I asked you earlier about, was it like seeing players that you coached uh, you know, playing on the biggest stage. I'm sure that's pretty wild to have a, a personal relationship with somebody who is one of the, probably the ambassadors of uh, the women's game for the country. Yeah. It's, I mean, she's, she's so unbelievable. And I think her commitment to um, growing soccer, the, you know, her involvement, I mean, you know, she's, she's coached at so many different levels um, and it's just, you know, she just really loves soccer and wants it to continue to, to get better and, and see it grow and see the pro game grow. And um, it's been really, really fun. To, I, I will say it, it's pretty neat to say, 
you know, you can call Brandy Chastain a friend. Looking kind of at this tournament a little bit, um, if it's not a USA three-peat, what is like, what, what is a, what is an acceptable result? Do you think? Cause it is a lot to ask a, a three-peat, like what is success uh, in the world cup? Do you think this time? Yeah. Around? I think when the U S had, uh, unfortunately, I, I think the, the, the level of success is to win. You know, I, I do think that that's become part of our identity as the U S is if you don't win the whole thing, it probably would seem as a, um, an unsuccessful tournament. But I also think when you start to look at the the makeup of the roster, we have quite a few young players. Um, so I do think we need to probably give ourselves a little bit of grace in terms of their youth. And, and, and granted, they have a lot of experience when it comes to some of their youth national teams and playing in some professional environments. Um, and, and they do have caps. But, you know, I definitely think it's very realistic to, to get out of group play, I think, to get through a few of the knockout stages. Um, so, you know, I think for sure, probably, uh, the, the quarterfinals, semifinals, but unfortunately we're the U S and, and kind of the expectation is, is to win it. Right. So, um, you know, I think that's just kind of part of, of, of having that crest on their Jersey is, is you got to carry around that expectation. Certainly a uh, high bar, but, uh, Something it seems like a lot of the veterans are are willing to uh, to grind towards. I'm curious if it's going to be uh, you know uh, a quiet dismissal. It's kind of wild just being right here uh, moments before it kicks off. It could be a quiet tournament. It could be uh, you know the best one yet. It could be wild. Like it could be you know uh, Rapino's last dance sort of thing, or you know maybe not. Yeah. And I think Rapino has done so much for the game here in the United States and she's been such a great player. I mean, she's a player I actually played against in college. Um, she probably doesn't remember me, but I for <laughs> sure remember her. Right. Um, uh, the, she was a part of the university of Portland. Um, and in my, my senior year, we played the university of Portland two times. We played them in the regular season and then we played them in the sweet 16. And on that team, Alone was Megan Rapino, Christine Sinclair, a couple of other really great, you know, former national team players. Um, and again, I remember playing against them. They probably don't remember playing against me. But um, so to see what she's done in her career and the impact that she's had on the sport, I hope she gets an opportunity to have a tournament that's, you know, sends her off on a really good note. I think she's playing a completely different role than she's played in past tournaments. And I think she's really accepting and, and I think will thrive in that role as a veteran to help these younger players and be a real leader. Um, and then just add her specialness when she does get on the field. You know, I think we, another memorable world cup was when they were down and she sends the cross in and Abby Wambach heads the heads it in for the goal. I remember sitting on my couch and just losing it when they did that. So hopefully we get another one of those special moments whether it's probably now to Alex Morgan or something like that. So we'll see, right? Yeah, that uh, that, that 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 match you're talking about with the cross to the Wombach header, I remember me and my friend were late to something, but we wanted to watch the end. <laughs> and I think that put into extra time and we're like, we're going to be so late. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, I mean, that's the, I think those are the, that's the magic of the World Cup, right? Is that you get these moments that it's just, it, it's ingrained in your mind of just, awesomeness. So I, I, I hope we get more of that. 
Of the new faces, who do you think that might be the one that, uh, you know, really steps up and, and announces himself at this level? I think you're going to probably have two, and they they play different roles in the team. I think Sophie Smith of, up top is is definitely one people are excited about. I, I also think, you know, especially with Becky Sarabron, um, being injured and not making, not able to make the roster due to the injury. I think Naomi Gurma is one that's going to be pretty excited to see. And, and two Stanford, um, you know, alums, they've played with each other um, at their at their college team. So those are two, I think, have a, a real great opportunity um, to step up and, and make a name for themselves. And um, so I'm excited to see how both of them do. Um, yeah, of the newbies, those are definitely the two I'm most excited about. Yeah, that'll be, be uh, hopefully someone steps up and all the everyone's pre-tournament concerns are, are just washed away and we see some good stuff um, from uh, the national team and then some, see some new countries, see some new players and just uh, just a, a, a gluttony of, of great play ahead, hopefully. Um, do you have any other uh, kind of thoughts or uh, predictions you want to throw out there uh, as we're right at the doorstep of the uh 2023 yeah, I'm World really Cup. excited for the two home home countries I I think you know with uh you know I think Australia and Sam Kerr is going to be a really fun one and then and then New Zealand um you know I was very fortunate um when uh Yika the head coach for New Zealand she was here in the states and um she's the one that gave me an opportunity to work with some of our US youth national teams as she was the head coach for the U20s um, and so I'm cheering for her uh, again, another friend that's that I have a connection to. So I'm excited for the host countries. I just think, you know, New Zealand and Australia are so excited to host and I think they're going to be great hosts. It's crazy to think that it's cold there right now. Right. Because we're all warm here. Um, so that will be great. Uh, you know, I'm always a fan of Germany and Sweden just because they've been two teams that I think have done so well um, historically. So enjoy watching them. I think Spain's going to be exciting. You know, um, I think it's kind of similar to how we all were cheering for Messi in the Men's World Cup. Will he win it? It's going to be the same with Marta in Brazil. You know, I, I think everyone enjoys Marta. She's, again, been such a, an unbelievable uh, player in the women's game, a, a player at both sides of the game, right? Like, I mean, she's one of those that transcends um the, the men and, and, and the women. So I, I do think a lot of people will be cheering for Marta that we sent her off on a, on a really good world cup. So you probably get a little bit of the, the that, that's similar with Messi. Um, so I, I just think it's going to be some really great matchups and, you know, there's always surprises, right? Like you get in the world cup and there's going to be ones that, you know, don't do as well as we think they should. And then there'll be ones that totally surprise us. And that's, what's exciting about the world cup. Yeah. I have heard that uh, we should look out for Zambia too, because they've got some great strikers. I, here's another connection uh, Lisa Cole. Um, she's a, a coach that I've known that is helping um, advise. She's not coaching, but she's helping to advise the, the program and them getting that kind of uh win that fr with the friendly, I think, against Germany. So Zambia is one that's going to be fun. It's just like we could go through each team and there's always something exciting about all of them. Well, uh, Jennifer Klein, coach of the University of Michigan women's side, the third ever, may I add. Been there since 2018, right? Yeah, I'm about to start my sixth season, which is absolutely crazy. It, it doesn't 
Sometimes it feels like I've been here six years and other times it feels like I just was here. So I, I, I'm excited. We start uh, August one is our first practice. So we're, we're getting right there. Nothing like the world cup to kind of kick us off and motivate us and get us ready for the start of our season. Well, uh, thank you so much for spending time uh, with Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Uh, maybe we can uh, catch up uh, as the tournament gets to the serious end, if not then, but uh, as the uh, the college season uh, is on our doorstep. Yeah, I would really enjoy that. I, I think it would be fun to, to talk and, and connect, talk World Cup, talk Michigan soccer, whatever it might be. Thank you so much. Yes, looking forward to it.